Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's edition of our Weekly Investment Outlook podcast. My name is Eva. I'm Communications Manager within the Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, and we record the session today on Friday, August 18th. My podcast partner today is Zeneb Ostrück, the Private Bank's Chief Investment Officer in EMEA. Zeneb, a warm welcome. Um, great to have you here. Hi, Eva. Thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Amazing. Let's uh, kick it off. Zeneb, uh, I'd like to um, take our conversation to a little uh, macro tour, um, and I'd like to start in Europe, more specifically in the UK. We've seen UK inflation data being released. Inflation overall came down. However, prices uh, for services increased at a faster pace than the previous month. Additionally, we've also seen the fastest annual growth on wages and just out this morning, uh, a worse than expected slump slump in UK retail sales. Could you share your view on this um, and uh, put it into context for us? Of course, I, I'll, I'll do my best. I think um, I'm just thinking when you said that the, the lowest UK retail sales, could that be any relevance with me and my family not being around in UK for holidays for most of the <laughs> July because we're one of the key spenders. Um, I hope I hope that is not the case, but um, I'm just um, thinking out loud. Um, so the UK inflation, as you said, is coming down, but it is not coming down in the amount or the size that the market would like to see or the Bank of England would like to see. And what are the main reasons? Um, in a way, this isn't specific to UK, even though UK's inflation is more elevated within the broader European uh, zone. But uh, this is an across-the-board phenomena that we now start to see because inflation is such a critical topic now. It is hitting from all different centers. Um, and the reaction that we see, all the negative reaction we see in markets, is also an, an kind of an outcome of that. So the uh, most of the um, release in a way uh, for the inflation data to come down was coming from the re- reduction in the fuel prices and uh, this then made the cost of transport come down and it was actually even a, a negative contributor to the inflation data and it, at the same time housing as well as the energy and water related items within housing also started to come down but Interestingly enough, for July, the items that took over were more on the hospitality and food. So food inflation is still significantly elevated, even if it is coming down slightly compared to the previous months. But there are certain parts of the items within the CPI basket is quite sticky and uh, that hasn't really given the full relief um, that will then hopefully imply that the control in an inflation so this really puts a lot of pressure on Bank of England's uh, shoulder for their September meetings. And coming into the um, retail sales, uh, July was a, a very wet month in, in UK. Um, and, and, you know, these type of seasonalities of the weather really plays on people and their um, behavior of being able to be out and about or a little bit less, I think. This has always been the case and we never really did pay attention that much when inflation wasn't this high. But nowadays, of course, these are quite critical items to observe 
Um, so I, I think it isn't very unusual uh, to see the retail sales come down in such a wet uh, month. But um, in, in, in this can uh, also <laughs> imply that the cost of living is playing on with consumer quite heavily. Therefore, um, spending is being impacted. So we need to really wait and see for the coming couple months to have a better judgment on that. Okay, clear. If we zoom out a bit and go maybe from the UK broader on uh, into onto onto Europe, uh, so also earlier today the Eurostat data showed actually a similar picture. I think what we've seen in the in the UK overall. Can you maybe uh, speak broadly for Europe? Um, what what's your take on inflation? Is it very similar to what we've seen uh, today in the UK? Um, to a certain extent, yes. Um, European inflation has been coming down much quicker uh, month on month uh, compared to UK. So if you look into what we have been seeing in core markets like France, um, Spain, Italy, Belgium, um, and, and areas where the inflation was really elevated, places like Netherlands in particular, um, we have seen a really good progress uh, month over month. And uh, one of the biggest and the most critical market like Germany is also now seeing um, a, a drop in the inflation data. But what is now starting to be a little bit of a worry for broad European inflation is the elevated price of oil um, uh, that we have been experiencing for the last couple of weeks and expectation that the cost of oil can continue to be uh, higher and this will uh, potentially play on the uh, inflation for the European Data. Therefore, um, it is a bit too early to say that Europe is now in full-on speed of downtrend. Um, the, the worries are, again, for all of the continents, for, for UK, for Europe and in US as well, is that the biggest drop so far has happened from there onwards. Are we going to be in a little bit more of a stale period? Yeah. Um, and you mentioned about the cost of wages in UK, which to a certain extent applies to Europe also. So mm. the labor market is uh, still very strong. Indeed, indeed. Zeneb, let's turn to the US. Uh, the dollar had its fifth winning week. Um, minutes uh, this week released from the uh, FOMC uh, meeting suggest that probably more hikes uh, are in the pipeline. Earnings uh, seemed uh, pretty solid, though. Equities uh, came down on the back of soaring bond yields. Uh, what's your take, your view or our view on uh, on the US? Um so for, for US, um, in, in addition to the Fed minutes, um, which was a little bit of a disappointment to a certain extent for especially bond markets, we also have a quite a critical event coming up next week, the Jackson Hole um, meeting. It's not just for US across the board. I, I think it will be very critical. But um, what Fed meeting kind of implied was that um, there are still significant concerns around the inflation being uh, higher than the Fed target. And as we just discussed, uh, whether we got to a kind of a stale period where inflation gets stuck um, at these four or five type levels and not able to come down uh, to the um, Fed's target level of 2%. This is really creating uh, significant worries and the members of the Fed 
committee, um, they made it clear that there is a potential expectation for Fed to uh, tighten the policy further. Um, I think the reaction of bond market was very clear that they didn't like they didn't like the meeting minutes, um, and this was one of the biggest sell-off that we've experienced again this year in in bond market. So it is to a certain extent putting further pressure on overall risky assets because we have also then seen um, a negative sentiment in in equities. So it's important to see what the Jackson Hole meeting will be. Dollar performance, of course, um, is something that makes it makes a, a sense to a certain extent in an environment where we have a lot of uncertainty across the board, mm. especially coming from, uh, from China um, and the uh, again elevation of the inflation in Europe, UK and other parts of the world. Um, to a certain extent, uh, ECB's position was helping Euro to, to um, perform a little bit better but it hasn't been as consistent or as a uh, longer period that we would ideally like to see. So um, some of the uncertainties around the world helps dollar to perform better. Um, and this is, I think, what we, what we see now. Okay. You've just mentioned uh, China. Markets seem like at a crossroad on how to read, uh, especially this week's news coming out of China. Uh, we've seen negative headlines. Exports came down. Uh, we saw headlines on the um, Chinese real estate sector being under pressure. The people banks of China reacted now swiftly to support the currency. Um, what do you take away from, from this week's headline? Um This week's headline clearly implies that China is going to be a, a key area for everyone to watch uh, for the remainder of the year. This was already the case for the last couple of months because China is such a strong and important economy that has a lot of interlink with the rest of the world. Um, and there were a lot of expectations for China performance uh, to uh, drill into a more positive performance with the remainder of the, the markets, especially for Europe. Um, but now with the elevated concerns with the real estate market in particular, and then today's um, additional default payments coming from the shadow banking, these are um, worries that we need to be more careful with. Um, but at the same time, Chinese government's um, adamant being, uh, making sure that they can support the, the market, they can support the real estate developers and their message for some of the um, funds not to get net negative or net, net short in equity market. These are certain actions that they are trying to help the economy to, to bounce back or the markets to get the confidence. Um, it is not easy, uh, but at the same time, it is such a strong and um, high-performing, uh, significantly higher compared to rest of the world growth market. I think we really need to give Chinese government a little bit more time to see whether their um, next steps of stimulus can really elevate that confidence and um, a better recovery. Indeed, then uh, we will uh, watch them. Zeneb, let's bring it home. Um, what should investors keep in mind from a portfolio perspective? And are there any major events on the horizon for us next week? 
Um, yeah, so as I mentioned, next week is critical for Jackson Hole meeting taking place. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be important to see how the central bankers are going to communicate, what are the key agenda items for them. So we should be all really closely watching that and reading the, the minutes. Um, and for investors, uh, the idea that we have been talking about in terms of being diversified across different regions and, and industries, I think is still the most important uh, advice that I would carry on giving. Because as we see now, since the beginning of the year, certain asset classes really performed well. It's not a year where everything um, was underperforming. There were very strong performances coming from equity markets in in US. We've seen a, a strong performance in tech stocks. We have seen strong performance broadly in large cap uh, industries. The earnings were uh, not disappointing. They were actually in a way better than expected, even though it's a negative earning growth compared to previous years. So overall, uh, staying invested uh, so far paid off until uh, until now, and it's important to keep portfolios um, resilient against inflation and carry on staying invested. So being diversified, staying invested, these are the key things that um, we would really suggest our investors look into. Zanip, that's a perfect note to end up on. As always, thanks so much for sharing uh, these interesting insights. And dear listeners, this was this week's edition of our weekly Investment Outlook podcast. Have a great week and bye for now. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material, but this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated, a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC, and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.